Ready? Oh! Here we go again. Gonna wake up the downstairs neighbors. Stand up to home. Sometimes everybody don't know anything at all. All right, you are listening to Final Hour with West Coast Neighbors. I'm Seth. Hey, Brian, how are you? I am good. Uh, it's good to be back again. And first of all, I realized as we were getting the last episode put out there in in the can and out in the interwebs, we we grossly understated how long we've been gone. We were talking about October, and uh, last thing we aired actually was in June. So it's been a it's been a while. I mean, little known fact, Prince was actually our former editor. That's why we were gone for so long. Yeah. He does a really good impersonation of us, though. I know. Yeah. Ah, yeah. By the way, what what are you uh, what are you drinking tonight? I, I, uh, I, I brought Blue Moon, always a, always a favorite. So tonight's episode is brought to you by beer. Yeah. By the way, um, in case some of you were wondering, the Seth in a coma bit that we opened with last time, if you recall, uh, Brian mentioned Red Robin a few times, and we got we got some emails wondering if you know that was an official sponsor. And I would actually like to put out there that at the time, no. But in response to that episode, we actually have received not just one but two cease and desist letters from the Red Robin Corporation. So we got that going for us. <coughs> it's true. And so uh, you know, in in keeping with that with that legal request, thank you Red Robin. Also, I'd like to give a shout out to Dairy Queen, Wendy's, McDonald's, Hardee's, and Carl's Jr., depending on where you are in the country. And let's not forget Burgerville. <laughs> Ew. I don't. I don't uh, maybe. Nope. I, I've been to Burgerville. Haven't. Haven't had the cum dumpster. 
I can't tell if you're setting me up for another stint in the local county prison or not. I, oh, I love Alex Vig, so you had to ruin them for me? I legitimately can't tell if you're fucking with me right now or not. <laughs> uh, I'm not trying this. I'm not trying. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna Google it. But I'm. Oh, that might be more dangerous. <laughs> fun <laughs> now should they have should they have a lawyer on on retainer beforehand okay good so oh gotcha man they've got a really odd secret menu over there Oh my god. <laughs> but but the other two things are real. Oh, so but the cum dumpster? God damn it, Brian, I just I can't read you right now, man. I can't read your face. Interesting. Alright. Oh, but it's just one Burgerville. <laughs> It's not the whole. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Okay. So before we get into the uh, the the meat and potatoes of this show, because as we warned our listeners last time, and I feel like it's safe to do it now. This is going to be our pretty heavily political episode. Not maybe entirely, but... Uh <laughs> can't, you, can't you tell that we've set this one apart as our more serious, highbrow, almost NPR level? No, this is definitely not fake news. Speaking of the news, though, before we get into kind of everything else Th uh, there's about there's about a week or so delay between when we uh when we record and when we release so there's a good chance that we may be in fucking war by the time this airs but as of right now I wanted to kind of talk about some stuff that's been happening since the last time we recorded because I thought that we had a lot to catch up on just with the whole us being gone since last summer and then in in the last week, it's almost as if like just the heavens 
opened up and said, oh, Final Hour's back. Here's some new material, guys. Yeah. So just, I mean, the big three, really, that I think we need to get into were actually summed up perfectly in a tweet that I saw. Um, I'm sure you saw this, too, on the on the Facebooks because it's, it's a, a screenshot of it has gone viral. But basically, it was uh, Pepsi saying, boy, we, this is probably the biggest PR blunder of the week, maybe even the year, followed by United saying, hold my beer, followed by Spicer saying, Leroy Jenkins. Yeah. Oh, it was absolutely perfect. Um, so... Let's start with Pepsi. Brian, go ahead and fill in our listeners that may not know what exactly. Why is Pepsi in the news, Brian? Oh, my. Now, are they like in their 40s, 50s? What are they? Late 80s. Okay. All right. <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> okay so yeah basically uh yeah there's a big protest going on and they made sure to to include as many of the current hot button races and sexual orientation basically <laughs> well and by the way by the way even if that wasn't bad enough did you notice that once they had because because everybody that they feature you know ends up going through this march right this protest march I uh, right oh of course yeah yeah no this was the Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> but have you ever been to a, a demonstration or a protest yourself of any kind? No? I uh, I haven't either, but 
You know what we have done, and we talked about it on the show. Remember our Halloween from Hell in West Hollywood? Um, and uh, you remember how much we walked that night? And you remember how much it sucked? Can you imagine going to something that you know you're going to be walking, and you decide, you know what? I'm going to just pack my cello on my back. Yeah, NBD. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was the first thing I noticed. It's like this guy's this guy's like I get like if he wanted to have him join the protest, great, you know, have him leave his cello, hop off his fire escape like I think somebody else did in the thing and, and join the crowd. But to have him like just walk in with his big ass fucking cello, it's like <laughs> yeah. Of course they do. Well, right. And that's the thing is like I I was trying to figure out I was trying to figure out who is their demographic? Who were they aiming for? And I realized they were literally to aim trying to aim for everybody. They were trying to get liberals and conservatives ish because I feel like what they were going for is, you know, protesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Liberals will get behind that. And then, you know, Kendall Jenner, yay. People that like fucking Kardashians and all the I don't know, the higher the high higher level Yeah. Housewives and shit. Hey, shut up. <laughs> um but so what was funny was it just it I mean it struck out on both ends because obviously con conservatives seem to be like ew protesters and liberals seem to be like uh really protesters you yeah Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was sweeping. You know what? They, I think they were aiming for a message of unity, and by God, they accomplished it because I think everybody hated that ad. Yeah. They're like, you know what? We'll jump on this grenade. We're going to do it. It'll bring the world together. And you know what? It did because the world was united. The world was united in their hatred and and just that that sense of being united just was it it carried right on over to the next big thing that happened i do sir i'm referring to the asian doctor that was perilously seated on board a flight with united airlines which oh man i'm going to take this one so in in case you haven't heard, 
basically United Airlines, like all airlines, overbooked the flight. They all do it, and it usually, I guess, isn't this big of an issue because usually they don't handle it like they're in the WWE. But, long story short, this flight's overbooked and United Airlines doesn't need to seat customers on it. They have four crew members that need to get to the destination because they have a shift or a flight to work that's going out of that, that area. So they offer some vouchers and money to get people to give up their seats and take a later flight. Nobody, nobody bought. They raise the price a little bit. Still no takers. So when that happens, they go to their computer system, which automatically randomly picks however many seats they need. And so one of the customers that was selected happened to be a gentleman who was a doctor that apparently had patients that he had to get back to for surgeries or something. And so he told them, no, I am not giving up my seat. And they decided that that was an aggressive action, apparently, because they had local law enforcement, literally, was it law enforcement or airport security? Right. So, but it was police, right? It wasn't, okay. Okay, so it wasn't like Paul Blart. This was actually like the Chicago PD. Okay. And uh, and so, no, they were going to Louisville from Chicago. Yeah, Chicago PD. And so they... <laughs> yes. So so they 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 just grab him, drag him out of the sea. He's screaming, you know, for help, and they as they're pulling him out, they end up smashing his face on an armrest. Uh it turns out I guess he lost some teeth. Um he had a concussion. Uh, he's bleeding from the mouth and nose area really bad. And they then proceeded to drag his essentially lifeless body out down the aisle while, of course, everybody had their cell phones out to video it. And so, unfortunately for United, this shit didn't go unnoticed. It blew up like crazy. And I've actually seen some people online trying to defend I guess United and on some level I get it like it wasn't United didn't physically grab the man and drag him out but it was their enforcement of policies and, and their way of trying to, to resolve this by getting police involved that it's their fault plain and simple it's their fault the police definitely used excessive force United used excessive dumbassery by getting the police involved to begin with my personal take on it is that's the gate agent's job. If you know you're going to need a certain number of seats, don't let a certain number of people board. I think once they're boarded, they're on. Unless they're a threat to somebody, you can't remove them. Okay. Sorry, Brian. We're all out of time. It sounds like you're about to disagree with me. So thanks for listening, folks. <laughs> okay, go ahead.
<laughs> Unruly, I think he said. Well, and I personally love how the, the first statement that United put out was saying, we do apologize uh, and we, you know, we, we, like we, we regret needing to have to reaccommodate our customers. <laughs> it's like, yeah, reaccommodate? We're going to call that reaccommodating now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Right. That's fair. And and I did see, I saw a couple of articles popping up that were trying to kind of outline some of those laws. And I actually, I haven't sat down and read them because I'm not that interested. But I feel like I should because I, I, th I think that somebody was saying that that up to a point they were in the right. But I think there are actually some rights that are still reserved at a certain point for, for flyers. I could be wrong. I could be completely wrong. And maybe it's you have zero rights. But... Sounds like a sounds like a sexy flight. <laughs> oh. I feel like I feel like your entire goal is to make sure we go off air again as soon as humanly possible. 
<laughs> but that that works. Now it it's uh well but and what's funny is that kind of circles back to this whole United thing anyway is yes it was horribly handled uh from the gate agent to the cops and then it did not get improved any with the statement that they put out. I mean PR is a big big thing. The companies spend a shit ton of money on it and they fucked that whole press press statement or whatever out. Yeah. I mean, it's for somebody to be I mean, his job is literally kind of to be the face of the company. That's kind of what a CEO has to do. Like, yes, they make all the big decisions stuff, but also when the really big shit happens, they're going to be the ones that are looked at as having the overall view of things. So they're kind of the face of it. You know, they they you would think somebody in that position would be better at speaking to the public and getting it done. Another person that seems to struggle with that Press Secretary Sean Spicer, the Spice. He rounds up our trifecta of amazingness that was this week. I'm going I'm to tag you in. Your turn. Go ahead. Spicy Spice. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> that was that was probably my favorite part was literally he made the statement that you know it's like like Hitler is this despicable man and even he didn't use chemical weapons on his own people and there was a reporter that literally said i want to give you a chance to clarify that last statement and to watch that video oh my god it's priceless like you you've seen those you know the bad lip reading videos that are out this was like a bad lip reading video but it was all 100 percent legit like to watch spicer he could not have tripped over his words more he literally like he knew you could see it in his face and hear it in his stammering he knew he done fucked up worse than United. And he was just like, shit, 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 shit. There's nothing I can say to fix this. I am so fucked. It was, it was beautiful. It was so great to watch. Ha, ha, ha. 
<laughs> and that's something funny. Think about, uh, and we'll get into this more um, as we uh, as we discuss tonight's topic, but the media has been largely vilified by the current administration. And, you know, there's been just a lot of whining and accusations that they're trying to spin stuff and they're trying to attack him and make him look bad. This was a this was a pretty blatant showing by the media of going, look, man, don't make our job easy. W- w- you just said something real stupid. We're all willing to look the other way and we'll just we'll just delete, delete, delete the last 30 seconds of life go now and nothing <laughs> as you said we want to talk about some political stuff on here before we get into that we do need to address we need to address the elephant in the room last time Brian and I both made a promise to you people we promised that we were going to go and we were going to watch the Power Range movie and we were going to come back and we were going to give you a legitimate review on it. And it didn't happen. Did you see the movie, Brian? I do know why. I didn't see it either. I'll tell you why. I went to the theater and you know what I found out? Trump took away the funding for the movie theater. What's that? So you're just not going to see it at all then? Okay. Well, that's that's convenient because, like I said, I went there and literally Elmo was there and he's like, Haha, sorry, buddy. So... Well, yeah, he, Elmo was actually looking for work too cuz PBS has been defunded. So, he was he was he was panhandling and he just told me that I was out of luck. Yeah. Don't try and make me draw a correlation between Elmo and the Power Rangers, man. Just not just nod and smile and go with my shit, okay? Hey, you know what? They got it. They got to stay in the air. I wonder though, like, because HBO is not a thing that everybody has. So is Sesame Street not? Oh, gotcha. Well, and, and I, it's not it's not that big of a deal if you think about it because, first of all, it's not exactly like Sesame Street is needs to be topical, um, but also how often it is a great show. But I I also know that they have a lot of DVDs and shit out that I you know if they, you know if if kids are into rewatching it anyway, then who who cares if it's a month old. That would be a better world. 
for now. Yeah, it could be better. It could be worse. Speaking of that, it's time. It's time. We need to... Uh, <laughs> so I think that we would be remiss if we didn't kind of cover at least some of what's happened politically since we've been gone because yeah we missed basically this would be well akin to somebody waking up out of a coma and finding out by the way Donald Trump is the president of the United States they would want an explanation. So we're going to treat our listeners to an explanation. Kind of. Do they, though? I feel like there's still, I think on some level, a lot of people are just sitting there going, how? How, how did this happen? Well, then, start us off, Brian. Let's 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 go back to let's go back to uh, late last summer, or let's last actually let's take a look at the heat of the summer, July. Let's start with uh, back when we were focusing more on Bernie v. Hillary. Sitting on a stoop somewhere. I, I inexplicably have a basketball under one of my feet. Yeah. There it is. Ah. Can't wait to see him crash and burn. Alright. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It did. Yes. I thought I thought that was fucking stupid because um, it just seemed like and maybe maybe just because that's it was my stance for Bernie as well. But it sure seemed like there was a very large sweeping call for Bernie to be the nominee. And even after the fact, so many people that when it came down to talking about Hillary and Trump, not to jump ahead too much, but I, uh, more often than not, I would say maybe one out of every ten people actually was a Hillary supporter from the get-go. The other nine of those ten people were saying, well, obviously, you know, I mean, I would rather have Bernie, but Hillary is who we have. So just looking at that with 90% from my small little data poll, 90% uh, of people saying we wanted Bernie over Hillary – I was pissed and I was just confused and still didn't think we had to worry too much, but 
Right. So, okay, so let's start with that. How do you think that happened? How? Wait a second. You don't really think that. You think Bernie would have had a, a, a worse shot than Hillary did? Are, are we on a space station now? Yay. <laughs> I want to pause before you say whatever you're about to say. I do want to remind you that you were largely one of the people that brought Bernie Sanders to my attention. Okay. I just want to make sure you don't you're not like forgetting that. Okay. Right. <laughs> hey, I've got some great ideas, man. Wait, what about The Rock? I don't know, man. Don't say Johnson. Oh, Michelle Obama? Oh, yeah, Joe Biden for sure. Vermont. Right. But it's okay. The, here's the thing, though. Then how do you explain Donald Trump? Because everything that they would hate about Hillary, 
they should have hated about Trump. Elaborate. Yeah. That's fair. Right. Yeah. I, I agree with what you're saying. I see it. It's just, you know how people say hindsight is twenty twenty. I look at what's happening now, and I know we're we're not, I don't think we're quite done. Well, maybe we are done looking at the past. I don't know. That catches us up. So, yeah, basically, Trump won. Um, so that takes us to now. So you look at things now. You look at the campaign promises that have already been broken or flip-flopped on by Trump. You look at the laws that are being, the executive orders he's passing through, the laws that the Republican majority Congress is passing through that that do not benefit that working class people, that working class people, that don't benefit them at all. That's, well, they, they're, they're, start, they're not. They're actually starting to not love him like his approval rating is is plummeting but down a bit it's down to like 34 35% no he didn't that's that's the thing they've looked at they've compared it to obama and bush and i think i think they went
That's fair. That's fair. Okay, fine. So okay, so we'll pretend we'll pretend that there's that there's no metric by which to measure if people still love him or hate him. But they are starting to see that the laws are not going in their favor, uh, except for the people that just hate gays. Those those laws are starting to go in their favor. But anything that has to do with them losing their health care, which I'm sorry I laughed so hard when I started to hear the various stories and tweets from people that they're not going to what? That's fair. I don't think Trump will. I'm I'm less worried about Trump right now than I am the Congress that is just starting to change the rules to make sure that they can pass whatever they need to, as we saw with the Supreme Court. <laughs> Back on the campaign trail, I could tell you that the stuff he was saying, if he ever got into office, which I didn't think would happen, but even if he ever got into office, I could tell the stuff he was saying he wasn't going to follow through with. He's not going to be the, the guy that fights for the, the working class man. He's not. He's going to be the guy that protects his billionaire interests. We, ex we would expect that. He's a businessman. That's what he should do. So you can't even say hindsight's 2020 and say when he's not doing it now and go, oh, well, I mean, if only we could have known. What confuses me is just how people couldn't know then and still, to your point, don't see it now. That he's not locking her up, that he's not fighting for the common man, that bullshit that he spewed about how much Obama played golf and he'd be working so hard he'd never play golf and now they're pointing out he's played golf more now than Obama did in his first year or whatever. It's, it's, it's you, you can't deny that he has revealed more things he said to be false than true at this point. Really? Like what? Which ones has he has he stuck with though? Because he hasn't built the wall, he hasn't he hasn't repealed Obamacare, he hasn't locked her up. What has he done that he said he would? Okay. <laughs> okay. There is no wall. I don't know, 27. Okay. Uh, what was it before? What was the number before? I'm going to say 20,000. Really? I got it right?
part of me wants to say that maybe it's because America has become such an abysmal place that they don't want to come here anymore. I do want to say that it's kind of funny, just off topic real quick, and then let you get back to what you're going to say. I had some things I was going to tell you before we started this. Um, I, A, going to rely on you for facts, because that's your job. And my job is to speculate and speculate wildly and get, get passionate if I can. Um, and then the other thing I was going to rely on you was to make sure, because I definitely lean more liberal for the most part. I have certain I have certain beliefs that are that are maybe on the conservative side, but I definitely lean more liberal as far as most policies would go. And I was going to rely on you to make sure that this didn't turn into just one giant Republican bash fest because I don't want to go that route with it because I know that we have listeners on both sides and I don't want to I don't want to make anybody feel like we're attacking them. Um I I I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little surprised that you're just kind of inherently, you're almost championing the Republican side of this, which is interesting to me because it's not what I've known of you as far as who you are. Okay. <laughs> Who's Canada? Is that Janice? Okay. Oh. We'll get there. <laughs> Right. No, I know.
Okay. All right, I'll give you that. <laughs> mhm. Mm right. 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 Yeah, I was going to say, like, what is it, Mar what's March of 2016 to March of 2017 look like? Well, and actually, just on that point, what I've heard most recently, as far as the Afghanistan bomb, 
that was actually something that was being planned during Obama's presidency. It wasn't Trump and Trump didn't even give the order on that. And Trump even said that he didn't give the order. What he's given is he's given he's basically given his military minds the the go ahead to do that what they want to do, what they feel is right. He didn't actually order that one. Um and so Right, no, I have no issue with going after ISIS and whatnot, um, and I don't have any issue with... I didn't have an issue with launching launching the missile strike against Syria either, except for two things. One, it sounds like it wasn't that effective, the missile strike in Syria. I don't... We don't have, we don't have the, the intel yet to know if the Afghanistan thing was successful or not, but the, the Syria one, it, it was an abysmal failure. All it did was make a stink and they're they were still functional <laughs> right. Team America. But that's but here and so here's but here's the thing. So my first thing is it wasn't as effective as it could have been. Because I'm sorry, if you're launching fifty nine missiles, you can take an air an airfield out. You can make it so that's not operational within twenty four hours. You just can't. That's fair. The other issue that I have, and I think a lot of people have had with it, is that he didn't. He didn't go to Congress and get approval for it, and that's that's supposed to be the thing that happens.
<laughs> and that's fair. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> you you bring up something I wanted to ask you about Russia what's what's your take on on that the whole Russia uh, collusion with the Trump campaign and all that stuff As in, right. So basically, the fact that that Trump has Trump has some sort of undisclosed relationship with Putin and Russia, and to what end we don't know yet. And that, that's pro that's probably what is so scary to most people is it's not it's not so much a matter of like, oh, you know, he you know the Russians the Russians helped out in the election or whatever. It's more why. We don't know why. And that's what I think is worrying people. Why Russia would want to help. Like, what? what's going to... It, Russia's not goodwill. Russia's not the Salvation Army. They're not just going to go, hey, this was on our make-a-wish list. We'll do this for you. <laughs> so okay then that's 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 kind of where I went with it too. Yes, obviously it could be as simple as they see Trump as an easier mark. <laughs> right. Oh, 
Okay, I was going to say, I was like, that narrows it down a lot for me, actually. <laughs> and why? Like what, though? That's the thing. That This was a thing that I actually, and I wasn't doing this to be antagonistic. I was literally doing this as a trying to be an outreach learning thing for myself. I posted several times uh, to my, because I, because on my, you know, social media circles, I have people on both ends. Because I grew up in the Midwest, and so there's a lot of people from. <laughs> oh no, yeah, 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 no, I, I'm aware of this. This, the, this is, this is for our listeners that might not be, but, um, so I, you know, I, I, I get the viewpoints on both sides. And so as someone that just genuinely didn't ever see Trump as someone that was putting forth any sort of ideas through any of the campaign, because, you know, he'd say things like, you're going to have the best insurance. It's going to be so cheap. It's going to be so great. It's going to be the best insurance ever. Or they'd look at, you know, fixing the economies like we are going to have such a strong economy. It's going to be the greatest economy ever. It's going to be the best. The only thing he had any kind of a plan for, it seemed, was repeal Obamacare. That was his plan. And then... No, no, but that was his plan. That's the thing. And people are like, well, what's your plan for that? We're going to repeal Obamacare. Okay, but how are you going to do that? Yeah, it's like, how are you going to do that? What What are you going to replace it with? Yeah, and so he had repeal Obamacare on day one. He had defeat ISIS within 30 days. Clock ran out on that one. And then he had build a wall. So I, I, I've asked, I've asked, and I'm curious if your if your gay Latino friend told you what were some of the quote unquote ideas that Trump was apparently putting out there that I missed, and nobody could ever tell me about. What were some of those ideas that people liked? <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, no. The Electoral College, in my, in my opinion, just needs to go away. I don't know why we don't just have a popular vote, period. American Idol does it, did it. Right? Sponsored by Coca Cola. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Can we get drunk Paula Abdul there too? Yay! (laughs) 
Sorry, but uh, go back to what you're saying though about Trump's ideas that I don't think existed. course well and right here's the thing trevor noah made a really good point he said what are you afraid of from extreme liberalism he says what are you afraid of free education and free health care he's like we've seen what extreme right wing does We've seen what that does. It's it's the Holocaust. It's it's segregation. It's it's keeping down people that are different than you. He's like the extreme on the left is social medicine, which by the way, we are the only non-third world country to not have that. Right. <laughs> right. Ha, ha, ha.
<laughs> my god this is the second time the second episode we've been back for two episodes this is the second one where you have just gotten racist for no reason I haven't seen that yet is it good alright I will Is it a, is it a drama? Is it a horror movie? What is it? Right. Okay, so it's like a suspense film. Okay. Okay. Hop saying. Right. China. Right. That actually is kind of the best way to phrase it is that like if you look at the Republicans as a group, they want to cut funding for everything and spend 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 on the military. If you look at Republicans down to the individual, they want to cut spending for anything that helps anyone else and they want to be fiscally responsible except guns 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 they want to buy guns. That actually is pretty accurate. Yeah. So now there's there's something I want to ask you, and we are almost out of time here, so I'm going to ask you something s- different first. How do you feel about doubling down? Do you want? Do you want? Should we make this a two-parter? Okay. So what we're going to go ahead and do is we are going to let's go ahead and wrap this one up real quick here. And uh, and and we'll we'll be right back with part two. So, everybody, thank you very much for listening. Hopefully, you'll tune into the part two that you should see here as well shortly. And we'll be right back. That is that is really the real reason we're taking a slight pause here. Is actually we've got to go visit HR. Brian needs to have a talk. There's a picture pop up book that we've got to work through with him. And uh, we'll be right back after some brief sensitivity training. As always, I'm Seth, named Brian, and we'll catch you next time.
differences of opinions, but you know what you love. Don't let them tell you no. Don't let them talk that shit. The only thing they'll give you is reasons you should quit. Don't let them get you down. You just stand up tall. Sometimes everybody This has been a Dry Run production.